Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it, you're acting like a child. Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. I'm gonna die here. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Fucking Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. And we have a special guest today. I'm Lauren. Hello. How are you? Good. So, what's up, guys? Not much. Bear suits. <laughs> <laughs> Bear suits. The sun is out. It is very hot. I am sunburned. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty warm yesterday. And the day before. Yeah. yeah. It's been like steady 80s. It's nice. It's very nice. I'm too fair for this world, though. <laughs> I'm English and Swedish, so I, I burn on sight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're pretty white. I'd say you look red now, though. <laughs> building stuff. Building forts. Building playhouses. Playhouses. That I assume mulching. will turn in. That playhouse will end up being, like, my man shack. <laughs> she'll, she'll use it twice, and then I'll just put a cooler in there and just stay there well the playhouse we built has actually gotten a lot of use in the past 24 hours so that's good it's all <laughs> like way back in the shade all right so this episode is special we're going to be going over midsummer Woo-hoo. i'm <laughs> super excited i can tell because i can see you've erected your maple <laughs> oh i did not erect this i cheated i bought it where'd you get it from <laughs> i googled maples and then I clicked on the one I liked and just bought it. It's very impressive. Nice. <laughs> so you didn't dress it up yourself? No. It was like $10 on Etsy. Not bad. I, I said I was going to make one. I, I, I didn't make one. But I did gut out a teddy bear. Oh. <laughs> you made that hat? <laughs> it, I really just gutted a teddy bear and put it on my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i wouldn't have paid for that <laughs> for a five second joke yeah but the question is did you did you teach carmelo and ava how to do it in the process of gutting it no i did not give them the uh the little lesson there do you remember doing that in science class yep dissecting frogs yep i took a whole zoology class so i've dissected a lot of animals mr farius uh yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's who I had. We did a bunch of shit like uh, sharks, lampreys, and yeah. shit like that. It yep. was fun. Yeah, I love that class. Man, I never got to do any of that. I probably would have gone to school more. <laughs> we were too busy uh, eating the super big to-dos. Taco Bell? Friendlies. Ah, uh, okay. Is there even Friendlies around anymore? Yes. Yeah, there's one in, there's one in Marlboro. All right. So before we keep going on and on about skipping class and Friendlies... Let's get back to the subject at hand. So for this 
episode. This is a recipe for disaster. Now, you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation of some of this crap, Jeremy. <laughs> How, is it Halga? Oh, the, um, the, Harga? the, the village? Yeah. The Horga. Horga, yeah. Horga? Horga. That A with oh. the ring over it, that actually makes it like an O sound. Ah, okay. Very educational episode this is going to be, I think. So we did a Horga meat pie accompanied with a Bloody Maya. Basically a spicy Bloody Mary. And it looks like you're drinking one, huh? I sure Lauren? am. It's delicious. There is bacon in there, but I think I lost it in there somewhere, but it's very yummy. If if you don't eat the bacon right away, it kind of gets soggy and sinks. Oh, yeah. So I might not <laughs> be eating my bacon. <laughs> I don't want to eat no soggy bacon. Now, did you make it keto-friendly? I did. So uh, I made a normal one for, for Nick. He really liked it, except for he doesn't like the... Uh, celery he's not a big fan so i didn't put that in but i made mine with just half the stuff and used high fiber um tomato juice so it's good nice not bad it's all about the vodka anyway yes it's true <laughs> spoilers ahead danny florence Pugh, and christian jack rayner are a young american couple with a relationship on the brink of falling apart but after a family tragedy keeps them together a grieving Danny invites herself to join Christian and his friends on a trip to a once-in-a-lifetime midsummer festival in a remote Swedish village. What begins as a carefree summer holiday in a land of eternal sunlight takes a sinister turn when the insular villagers invite their guests to partake in festivities that render the pastoral paradise increasingly unnerving and viscerally disturbing. Let the festivities begin. Skull! <laughs> Skull! So, did you like it, Jeremy? I loved it. Actually, each time I see it, I like it even more. Now, did it remind you of the Midsummers from your childhood? No, not at all. That's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all it really consisted of was we had this little, like, cast iron maypole, like, on a shelf somewhere, and my grandfather would put our Swedish flag out every summer. Nice. And I'm pretty sure they just drank a lot. Well, I, I'm gathering that's what the whole festival's about. I mean, Sweden's official guide to midsummer calls it a holiday devoted to eating, drinking, dancing, and assorted pagan rituals. Right, and this is really the only up like event that they actually enjoy being around other people because typically they just it, they're very good at social distancing. <laughs> a bunch of introverts. Is that what you're saying? Oh God, yes. I'm like my kind of people. <laughs> right? So you want to take us kick off, it, dude? Kick it off. All right. So the first thing we see is this tapestry. It's got, I think, five sections in it, which, I mean, I don't know if you looked at looked this all up, but it's basically the premise of the entire movie. They yep. give everything away, like right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're not going to, I mean, obviously you're not going to get that until you see it. Yeah, I love the details in it. Yeah. yeah, like uh, Mark's little jester hat yeah. in that in that one <laughs> shot of him. You got Pele hanging from the tree, like creeping. Yeah, there's one that wow. has him like uh, playing a flute, and it's like he's, you know, like a Pied Piper, like leading them. Yeah. You know, so cool. Yeah, <laughs> you get the skull shooting out snow, and everyone's like wrapped up in that tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The movie kind of puts out all the cards on the table and. And that's not even the only instance, but I mean, it's consistently right. giving itself away. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously winter. There's like a snowstorm 
and uh, just right out of the bat, it cuts into a phone, uh, a phone call. Danny's calling her parents. She's worried about. Yo, her that sister. phone was loud. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I, it I turned me. I turned up the volume for the for the music, and then all of a sudden a phone rings. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, the like, movie theater. I like jumped out of my seat when that happened. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's she's worried about her sister. I guess she's sending sketchy emails, and uh, the email says, "I can't anymore. Mom and Dad are coming too." Goodbye. Goodbye. Right. Uh, so she's all upset, and she keeps calling her boyfriend, Christian, who's out with his friends. Right. Now, just rewind for a second. So that answering machine goes off right on the nightstand. Yep. The parents. Did you see them breathing? Yep. Mm. Yeah. So it shows them breathing. They're still alive. They look very, very peaceful. And on their other nightstand was a flower wreath. Yep. Right over mm. the picture of Danny, too. Yeah. Yep. That's foreshadowing. I have notes. Yeah. That are highlighted for <laughs> foreshadowing because there's a lot of it. <laughs> there's, there's a shit ton. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So he's trying to make excuses for Terry, her sister. And then, you know, she kind of goes back and forth with, you know, it's different this time. But and then, you know, he thinks he's she's enabling her. Yeah, he she says completely she's dismisses her. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure it's uh, fine. Right. So he, you know, when she goes to hang up, she says, I love you. He doesn't really want to say it. Yeah. Yeah, he's very hesitant. And uh, she also said, I'm very lucky to have you. And he goes, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, Christian. I, I noted it down here. Jenna called him a douche. <laughs> and that's kind of kind of his character to a T. Totally. It really is. So they're like out to dinner or somewhere. This is where we meet Josh, Mark, and um, Pele. And was it Mark who's basically saying it's borderline abuse that... Uh, she keeps calling him. Yeah, they all want her to, or him to dump her. Right. And kind of when she calls her friend, her friend was basically saying the same thing. Yeah. She's like, right. you're the only one trying in this relationship. Yep. They're right. very codependent. And um, she pops in at a van. Yeah. Right. And then she gets an unknown, you know, cell phone call and she finds out her parents are dead. Guess it wasn't fine, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, she calls Christian, and she's just screaming. No, 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 no. Yeah, that yeah. part is just heart-wrenching. Like, ugh, she's yeah. such a great actress, and it just, like... Oh. Yeah, you can feel that. And when they go in the garage, the firefighters, and they turn off the cars, and you see how everything's all tubed up to the exhaust all the way up into the yep. bedroom. Now the parents are dead. Mm-hmm. Right. And that gas mask for the sister... Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing like when they were about to zip up the parents in the body bags, I was like, you know, if you actually die from carbon monoxide poisoning, it does not look good. And I was no. like, hey, that wasn't that bad. And then they cut to the sister and I'm like, oh God, because <laughs> she's like yeah, cause throwing I, up everywhere. I'm pretty sure you, you pass out and you just start throwing up a lot. So when yeah. they were actually zooming in on her, she's got like this yellow t-shirt and I thought there was blue vomit all over her, but I think it was just the design of the shirt. But I'm yeah. like, yeah, I think it was. But she did have so, vomit on her. It was yuck. Yeah. <laughs> so a few months kind of go by. Well, hold, obviously hold on. The... Very, very important before you skip us ahead by months. <laughs> so after she calls Christian, he shows up. And it looks like he's annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's walking in the cold. It's winter. It's snowing. And he basically just holds Danny. Mm-hmm. And he still looks annoyed while yep. she's 
bawling her eyes out. Right. Yeah, it kind of shows the... I think it's a good dichotomy to what happens at the end of the movie. You know, just mm-hmm. yes. how he doesn't know how to handle her emotion and can't deal with it. And he's just so awkward and just kind of like, okay, I'm here, but not really. Yeah, he was not present. Mm-mm. So she wakes up and there's another great piece of artwork right over her bed. The uh, Stacker's Bass base. Anyway, John Bauer, Swedish painter. It's a girl with a crown kissing a giant bear. Mm-hmm. Awesome print. Love it. And again, foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) Really a bear. Hmm. All right. Now you can skip us ahead. Uh, Thank you. All right. So, um, so yeah, obviously snow's gone. So a few months have gone by and she's, Danny's just sleeping. I'm guessing she did a lot of this. Yeah. She's grieving, dude. Her whole family just died. Let her sleep. I'm not being judgy. Jesus. Didn't it sound like it was a little bit of judge in your tone? I was just I guess she does this all the time now. (laughs) Fuck, man. All right. So Christian comes in and um, says, well, I was just going to go to this party for 45 minutes, which nobody goes to a party for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. That is such an awkward amount of time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And then she's just like, no, you know what? Like, I'll go. What time does the party start? Oh, it starts at 9.17. (laughs) (laughs) she ends up going with him which you could tell he's pissed yeah he doesn't want her there at all it's like she invited herself Mm -hmm. right so this is um where they're discussing they're gonna go to sweden josh is gonna do his thesis on you know pelly's whole you know um like community and the midsummer festival and all that stuff you mean the authentic hippie midsummer at his yodeling farm? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark is quite the character. I love Mark. He's terrible. Will, Will Poulter. He's such a terrible guy. <laughs> but it's I like, love him. <laughs> how is he hanging out with them? They're all like going to get their PhDs, and he's just a fucking jackass. Yeah. You know what's you know funny, too? Josh, I guess he was the only American actor in this movie. I yeah. read that. They were when I was like, trying to find out how to pronounce Florence Pugh, I just Googled it. And it's a video of her telling people how to pronounce her name. And I was like, whoa, she's British or English, whatever you want to call it now. <laughs> yeah. So she shows up in the in the group and they're talking about leaving and doing this for, well, what was it, a couple of months they were going to do it for? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. it's no big deal. Like he's talking about going away for the weekend. He's going to be gone for like a month and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but, I, I, you know, I'm not going to go. Yeah, what? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Way to guilt her into it. And, uh, and, of course, they're just looking at him like... Um, no, we already bought our tickets. Yeah, no, I just decided right now that, that I'm actually going to go. Yeah, when are you leaving? We're leaving in, like, two weeks. Yeah, so there's a bit of tension. Do you guys know right. gaslighting, what that is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very good at that. The whole thing, that's all he does. He just makes this... He makes his friends feel that way. He makes her feel that way. Like, hey, you guys are wrong. I'm right. Everyone's crazy. I know what I'm talking about. I hate right. it. So she's she's like, <laughs> she's pissed at him. And Rightfully then he so. does he does the ultimate friggin' guilt flip, and then has her apologizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she confronted him right there, I just want to speak to the brilliance of Harry Astor because she's walking in the door. She closes the door, and you see him reflected in the mirror. And she's right. the only one that's 
present right there. Mm-hmm. I thought right. that was really, really cool. And that happens again and again throughout. There's all different scenes where there's a mirror present. It's I kept noting it as I was like going through the movie. It happens a lot, yeah. like five times. Yeah, so like you said, he she basically now feels bad. She's just trying to understand. She wants to talk. It's like she's uh, desperate for love. Right. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. I mean, family dead. Right, and then so now he, ba- I mean, he basically invites her to go. Right, but he tells his friends that just right. because he invited her and she said yes, she's not going to come. Yeah. You know, she agreed. She said she'd go, but she's not going to go. And it's like, so you're you're coming with us, huh? Yep. Yeah, and did you notice, so he's at, at his friend's house and they're all talking about how she's actually going to go and he's trying to say, no, no, I invited her, you know, as a polite thing to do. Oh, by the way, Danny's coming up. Pele's face just lights up and he starts <laughs> oh, yeah. grinning. Yes. <laughs> and the all other two right. are like, this is terrible. How dare you? <laughs> no. Mark's basically like, trip ruined. Yeah. <laughs> and that yes. yellow book sitting there, the secret Nazi language of the Othark. Yeah. I Googled it and uh, it's basically a book about runes. Right. And if you Google runes, the second thing that pops up is Midsummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in the extended version of the movie, they do a scene where they talk about that book in the car, if I remember. Oh, okay. I didn't obviously watch that one for this. I thought it was weird that it was just like so centered. I'm like, is this supposed to be important? And then I just saw the rune thing, and I'm like, oh, well, the whole fucking movie's spelled out in runes. Mm-hmm. So Pele seems kind of odd, and so she's like, oh, what are you drawing? And he quickly closes the book. I mean, he's only drawing a table. He's drawing He's drawing the coffee table. And he hid it from her, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, Pretty odd. Uh, yeah. Right. And then he mentions her parents saying, like, you know, I haven't had a chance to say I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. And she freaks out, runs into the bathroom. And this was an awesome, I love this transition Me where too. she runs into the bathroom and then all of a sudden she's puking on, she's puking on the plane. Mm-hmm. But before, when she was talking to Pele, she did mention that they're going to be arriving on her birthday. Correct. And she asks a little bit about it. He's like, oh, it's just a lot of pageantry. It's kind of like theater. Like the way he just play, plays it off. And uh, he shows her pictures of the May Queen. Yep. And while she's looking at the picture of the May Queen, he's fucking like glaring holes in her, her head. Like he's just staring like a creep. Mm-hmm. So now they uh, they land in they land in Sweden. Now they're, it's about a four-hour car ride from... Stockholm to Helsing, Helsingland. And did you also notice that weird bit of turbulence right before? Yeah, right before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That was strange. Yeah. So, and then the camera does that whole upside down. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like he likes. To, I feel like he likes to do that because I thought he did that in Hereditary also. Yeah, I don't know. It, the way the camera was spinning, I felt like I was on a throw up. <laughs> so, so yeah. when they when they passed that banner, did you read it? Mm-hmm. I was going to mention something. That. Something about uh, voting to keep people from migrating. Stop mass migration. Vote for a free North. Okay. So just saying. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to give us some insight into it about like the North versus the South. No, I have no fucking clue about that. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, I just found it was interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. It's basically <laughs> there like, were words I, on a sign. I, I guess they just don't want people showing up in their country willy nilly. Mm, well, that makes anyway. sense, and I, I mean. Think about how far this village is. So you, obviously you have to fly to Sweden, but four right. hour car ride, and then they hike, 
and Pele's like, oh, here's the first stop where they meet up with everyone. And even mm-hmm. after that, it's like another day hike the next day. Right. The first stop did seem like Ozfest, though. Did you get that vibe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they, they, they stop. Out, uh, it's just like a field, really. Mm-hmm. And this, yeah. is, this is where we meet uh, Ingmar for the first time. Pele's brother. Right. Although I feel like everybody is brother and sister to him. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. He does. He does uh, talk like that. I, I guess I just assumed that they were actually blood related. But then again, small village. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. So they he offers up mushrooms, and um, Danny doesn't want them, so she drinks uh, the tea. Right now, he guilts her. Uh, Christian guilts her basically into taking right. mushrooms. Mark's like, "Oh, come on! You, we can't take it all at different times, and we'll trip. We'll have different trips." Right, and then he's gonna wait. And she reluctantly takes the mushrooms. Right. And he's, a little PSA: like... if you're going to do drugs, do not do them under duress mm-hmm. because that is just a recipe for disaster. Or with people that already don't like you very much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, no she fun. had she had a bad trip. She thought the people were laughing at her and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ingmar was just like, oh, no, they're just laughing at everything, <laughs> which, I mean, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mark starts freaking out. He's like, it's like 930. The sun's out. This isn't right. This isn't right. Yeah, he's having a bad trip. He's so yeah. funny. He's like, everyone lay down with me. <laughs> like, oh, so it feels funny. good to lay down. Why aren't you Josh, you could have lay down. <laughs> so funny. It's really accurate. I feel like they do such a good job of showing what it's like to do that. I feel like they did research for that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I also, just, I mean, we already kind of talked about her having her panic attacks and stuff. I think they handle that stuff really, really well in the movie, too. Right. I mean, like, that's what that feels like, you know? Everything is pretty realistic. And I know Ari likes to include uh, his own personal foibles into it, like how Mark freaks out about the bugs mm-hmm. and the ticks. I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, that's... he has like a, he had a phobia of uh, bugs or disease or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he has like his pants, Mark's character tucks his pants into his uh, socks. And I guess the yep. that Ari did that the entire movie too. He was like all freaked out. <laughs> I mean, just being a little out of the city, I feel like there are bugs everywhere here. I can't imagine being in like the actual forest. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Danny ends up having a bad trip where, although I'm guessing she was sleeping, she like ran away into that outhouse with the mirror. Mm-hmm. Mirror yeah, again. She, <laughs> Lots of mirrors. And then screams, freaks out, runs in the woods, wakes up. And then she says, is it tomorrow? It's like, well. From I... yesterday's but... perspective. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then also her sister in the mirror in the bathroom, too, which kind of like right. kicks off her screaming, you know. Yeah. Right. Her, her sister pops up randomly right. throughout. Mm-hmm. She also had grass hands. Yes. You see the grass <laughs> was starting to like go through her hand. Yeah. She was and into she kinda, it. <laughs> at was. first but i feel like she she freaked out when the the new person came remember it was like oh fuck it's a new person well i think um when mark says you guys are my family that really like is what totally clicks the whole thing to not being fun anymore for her and she's suddenly like okay this is nice and relaxing you brought up family and now i can't even handle it I <laughs> right <know. laughs> right yeah she she's not at the acceptance stage of grief yet mm-hmm. but pele he's so into that he's like Sitting crisscross applesauce. He's like, <laughs> can you feel the energy up from the earth? The trees, too. They're breathing. He starts talking about nature and harmony. 
and it seems like there's like waves of grass. But yeah, then she runs off. She freaks out. No, no, right. no, 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 no. So now, so they're gonna make the trek to the to the village now, and this is where Mark starts to freak out about ticks. Are there ticks? Like, there's no ticks. Is there a tick problem? He's like, yeah, oh, they all actually, make fun yeah. of him. <laughs> He's like, well, actually, there is a big tick problem. He's like, my grandfather had Lyme. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they arrive at the village, and this is this big, like... Did you wooden... notice the, the yellow flower trail? It was like the yellow brick road? Yeah. yeah. On the way to the, the big sun gate? Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's big wooden sun entrance way. They Which walk is, in. was badass. I love right. it. Now, I noticed while they were walking in, there was another person not in that group in regular, like, I guess call it civilian clothes. Um, I'm guessing was that was another person on a pilgrimage. Yeah, I'm guessing. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, what's his name? Ingram brought Ingmar? a couple friends from. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> so he brought a couple from London and Pele brought his American friends. I feel like all the younger people left and they're trying to come back with. Right. You yeah. Know. So. So we're greeted with with an older guy. I can't remember. Was this was this was this Ode Odd Ode? I think so. Uh, I just wrote down old guy in a dress. <laughs> in a dress, and he even was like joking about it. It's like, yes, I'm wearing a dress. Ha ha. We, we do these my, funny my costumes. Yeah. My, and he my... hugs Danny. Yeah. She's the only one that gets a hug. Yep. But yeah. So when they so when they first meet, he says to him basically you know oh how was your pilgrimage and he's like oh yeah it was great it was you know fantastic because i personally i i searched up the script to this movie but the problem with the script was they still had deleted scenes in it uh so it was kind of tough to judge like where they were because i wanted to try and translate some of the stuff but that was basically as far as i got well they only gave subtitles for certain scenes right just to keep the viewer as an outsider Mm -hmm. right so you feel a little you know, on the outs when everyone's talking, you have no idea what they're saying. So is is this where that that guy basically says that Pele has a good judge of people? Yes, Pele so is a it, good judge of character. Yeah. So it, this, it comes off as you know, this ain't the first time this has happened. No, and I want to get into that a little bit later because this is a nine day festival that supposedly only happens every ninety years. Now I'm guessing every ninety years they go like ham on it, but obviously they celebrate every year yes yeah right reading that too that it was every 90 days or 90 days 90 years you get 90 years a whole treatment you know where the horror happens (laughs) because they had a may queen the previous year he's like oh that was last year's may queen so i mean they do it up they just don't go all in yeah right so there's there's like this intro ceremony where this this woman comes up i think it was civ maybe yeah Um, she passes out shots yeah which Mark drinks before the toast. <laughs> oh, Mark. <laughs> Fucking Mark. Every every group has a Mark, though. So let's be honest. I don't know if you guys could hear when you were watching it, like, all the little tiny comments he was making in the in the background. Like, when I saw it, yeah, it was in the movie theater. I didn't hear it as much, but with the surround sound in my house, I was, like, cracking up. Like, some of the stuff that he was saying well, was the, so funny. The second time I watched it, I watched it with earbuds on my iPad, and you could hear so much more. Yeah funny <laughs> so basically saying it's you know it's been 90 years since the last feast and it's like one of the hottest hottest summers on record and they just yeah they take the shot of that the, the swedish vodka i think it's called Nube. i think it's called new new bay is uh, Nube. what it is yeah new bay hmm. so and then the redhead maya 
I think, notices Christian. She gave me a little bit of a Malachi vibe. Yeah. I don't know if that was just because she's a redhead and it's like a weird cult, but right away they kind of made her seem creepy. Yeah, they get the they get the condo, Congo line going. She just goes over and kicks him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when he's like, oh, can anybody join? So Christian joins in. Just jam yourself oh, you're in You're an there. American. Yeah, you're an American. Just <laughs> jam it in. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what they called that? The whole, the, what they were doing? They're like, oh, what are they doing? And they called it skinning the fool. Yeah. Skin the fool. <laughs> I forget what Mark's um, reaction was to that, but the guy made like a face. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Christian runs off to do the little conga line, and Pele gives her a drawing and says, happy birthday. Yeah, he's getting a little fartsy. Yeah, and I guess Christian forgot the birthday, and yes. Pele kind of gets a little bit uncomfortable. He's like, oh, this isn't appropriate. And she says, no, not at all. Like, kind of brushing it off like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. But her words said, yeah, this is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Right. So I believe this is where we meet Simon and Connie in that awkward conversation where it's like oh i used i used to date connie he's like well we went on one date that i didn't know was a date <laughs> oh oh yes um we we were friends also did you notice was that the bear in the background like passed out um i don't know if i, saw I don't know that. if he was passed out because i thought they walked by it and he was just like are we just going to ignore the bear yeah he just well that's that's cage. after when he's actually in the cage but before right. when they first came up i swear that that was the bear in the background just kind of chilling maybe there was a lot of animals in the background like dogs yeah. and goats and and stuff but i didn't notice that myself yeah, and I'll then have, speaking I'll... of the bear have you guys seen the commercial for the uh limited release of the bear in the cage no you have to watch it it's so funny it's like a fake commercial for it and it had like they actually sold the bear in the cage it's pretty funny definitely check it out <laughs> nice <laughs> but yeah they're like are we just gonna ignore the bear and he's like it's a bear <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking bear, would it? <laughs> so yeah, and then we see the temple, which obviously they're not allowed to go into. It's this sacred temple, big yellow temple with blue doors. Blue and yellow are all <laughs> over this movie. <laughs> well, I mean, those are the Swedish colors. I know, but it's that's the face value version of the colors. But blue is very calming. Yellow is supposed to bring out your appetite, you know, for the feast. And if you put blue and yellow together, I just learned this yesterday in uh, kindergarten science class. It creates green. <laughs> huh. And green is supposed to be like new and nature. They're also contrasting colors, too. So they complement each other very well. Art degree coming out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, next next week's lesson. I was going to learn in a contrast. So they um, this is where they're shown the, their sleeping quarters, which is this gorgeous gorgeous building on the inside just um like drawings everywhere on the walls um, i the... started to make notes of all the drawings but then i just you can't i got you, tired you because every single like square foot is covered with a different like creepy picture and they did that in two months like I... yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous definitely insane amount of detail into this whole movie i can't imagine that two months must have been hell yeah oh how about the the love story tapestry that's one I did make a note of. Well, that, there was show... that one. I was going to say right before that, this is where Josh asks, you know, how long do people stay in that building? And this is where he explains that, you know, the 18 to 36 is where um, they go on their pilgrimage. Right. That's that's their summer. 
that's their summer. And then 36 to 54 is where they're basically laborers. Ball. And then 54 to 54 to 72 is where they're mentors. And what happens when you turn 72? <laughs> yeah, the thumb across the throat gesture. Now, obviously we know what happens at age 72. Right. But anyone that reaches 72, does it matter when it happens? Do they all also get uh, popped off? Maybe just if they're 72 during the yearly festival, that might be, you know, like I doubt they like do it on their birthday, but maybe they do. I don't know. And then right. it's midsummer. It's time to, you know, call the old people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, that, so, I mean, they do sacrifice people when they are of that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. A lot so, yeah. of killing. So, yeah, back to your tapestry of, or the banner so you get period blood in the drink. You get her trimming her pubes. <laughs> I hear ice clinking. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the, the creepiest love story because it shows the whole seven flowers thing. Yep. Which is an actual Swedish tradition. Did you ever do that? No. You did not pick seven different flowers, put them under your pillow, and then hope to dream of your future husband? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, they do that. I have a fun story about that, too. When I was in um, high school, one of my friends was kind of into, like, witchcraft and stuff and literally told me she was going to make chocolates with her period blood in it and give it to her crush. And I was like, honey, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> honey, do no. not do that. She didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, that was all I can Yeah, I guess of. that's actually a, a witch tradition. Mm -hmm. I often see uh, the menstrual fluids being used in spells. <laughs> So they're going to, uh, so they're getting ready. They're going to bed because tomorrow is a big day. We have the Atastupan. No way. Is it like the actual Atastupan? Because Josh, he fucking knows everything. Uh, he's got this shit eating grin on his face and people are like, what the fuck? Like, what is it? Yeah. Like, and just, of course, just tell Christian, me. He's like, what is it? What is it? He tries to Google it, but his phone doesn't have any doesn't service. Work. Right. Josh is a dick for not telling Danny that that was going to happen. Like, they all know what she went through. Like She literally crazy? asked, is it scary? And he just oh. smiles. Like, ugh. <laughs> so the next morning, uh, they have breakfast set up. They have the table. The table is shaped in the Athala room, rune, which basically it means homestead, and it's like ancestral spiritual power, which I found interesting. That is interesting. It was very interesting. Everything was set up. With the purpose. Right. So this is where we see the two elders that come from the temple. And they're... Well, can we, can we just stop one second before we get to the, the mashup? Mm -hmm. Hashtag worst cake ever. <laughs> Christian tries to save face, gives her a oh, piece that's right. of cake, um... and he sings her the worst birthday song ever. He can't even light the <laughs> candle. And he just gives up. He's just like, fuck. <laughs> sucks so bad every time i watch this movie i just hate him more <laughs> yeah he's he's the worst so yeah we see we see the elders they come out of the temple they go they go to the table and they just stand up and chant this weird shit and the uh the the, the people also join in afterwards yeah, which it, it seemed like drunken karaoke uh, right <laughs> so then they yeah they take the they take the shot of the new bay and walk them up to a cliff. Yeah. So did you notice that everyone waits for them to drink first? And it's like. It's like a line. Uh, it goes all the way down the line. culinary dominoes. It's just right. like 
everyone at the table like drinks next. Uh, that was pretty right. cool. Right. It's who you know, you wait for the person before you basically. Like yeah. a waterfall. So yeah, so they go they they take them, they walk up to the top of a cliff and everyone's kind of down at the bottom. They slice their hands and then they rub the blood on this um on this rune stone. There were a bunch in that scene. I don't know if you guys noticed that. There was a lot. Yeah, they were like all in the background. I didn't even write them all down. They were, they were everywhere. Yeah, and they all had blood streaks on them too. So I don't know if that's right. how many people have died. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, so the the woman comes up first. And obviously she must have researched this shit because she did it the right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to swan dive off of a cliff to your death, you want to do it right. And you want to like actually dive, not do the ankle drop like that old guy. Oh my God. That's so funny. My friend Holly, when I saw it, said the same thing. She's like, why did he, why did he not go head first? What's wrong with him? What He was like, you did a cannonball. Yeah. Now that lady, she totally made eye contact with Danny before she did yes. it. And like, she was starting to feel wicked anxiety. Danny, that is. Yeah. Right, like freaking out. Yeah, did you guys notice the guy standing there that just kind of casually turns back and looks at us? Almost like kind of pulling you into the story. So cool. (laughs) And then Simon and Connie completely freak out. Well, this is, well, after, you know, they play whack-a-mole with this friggin' head. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, that, I'd love to be designated that (laughs) job. It's like so everybody gets the one. old guy doesn't die when he jumps off. So they come in with this giant wooden mallet and oh. uh, they finish finish the job. Well, they didn't exactly finish take him. their time getting over there either. Yeah. I mean, oh, they, no. they just slowly walk over. Like, he, he, I mean, the guy's breathing. His legs are over there. And, <laughs> and he's, he's like moaning like, in such pain. And the whole crowd experiences that pain with him. And mm-hmm. they all start moaning. And it's like this very emotional, like, harmony that mm-hmm. they have. Yeah. So so Simon and Connie start freaking out, like, this is fucked, this is fucked. And then the lady is just sitting there staring, like, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, I like, love that lady. <laughs> and she's like, Ingmar, did you not warn them? I mean, you know, I told them that there was some pageantry. I never knew pageantry meant you're going to smash this motherfucker's head in. Take hold, the sacred head fucking basher. <laughs> is he like he, he passes the mallet to that lady i'm like oh god i hope she like gets it on the first whack because can you imagine like it's, oh right. sorry this is my first time <laughs> i practice on pinatas so uh, apparently mark slept through this whole thing oh yeah, yeah what a that. dick <laughs> he missed the whole thing yeah. hey did anything cool happen <laughs> they also uh zoom in on danny's eyes like she's just freaking out and her eyes are all like sparkling blue and yellow Right. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked that she, uh, what's uh, the woman's name? Siv, is that her name? Yes. Mm -hmm. Siv was kind of talking to to the couple, but she kept really like making eye contact with Danny the whole time, almost like she was like explaining it to her. Trying to comfort her, you know, to to them, death is a great joy. What they did was a gesture for our community. And I mean, this is just how we do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Danny freaks out and she just, she just wants to be alone. Yeah, Chris, Christian's like, yeah, whatever, go off. Take take some time for yourself. Just like brushes her off like, what a dick. Thanks, buddy. And, and then he goes off to tell Josh that now he's going to do his thesis on this whole thing. And he's pissed. Yeah, so yeah, so obviously Josh is pissed because now Christian's going to do the same thesis he is. And Christian 
like defends him. So he's like, you know what? I'm open to collaborating with you. <laughs> so terrible. Now, is it ironic that a man named Christian is going to do his thesis on pagan rituals? Hmm? Mm-hmm. I don't think his <laughs> name was an accident. Accident. I don't want to get into like the religion like undertones in this movie because mm-hmm. I swear this movie is three different movies. The first time I watched it, I was just like shocked with like the cult aspect. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. time I watched it, I was like, "Well, this is a fucking very dramatic breakup movie." Yeah. And then like, yeah, you you just catch more and more stuff every time you watch it. And that's what Ari calls it too. He calls it like a yeah wish fulfillment breakup. Fan, uh, fairy tale or something like that right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so pele kind of lies and he's like well uh, like christian did ask me first but then i guess they agree that they can both do it but you just can't you have to change the names and all that crap right yeah pele also does his own amount of gaslighting in this mm-hmm. yeah the way the way he talks to uh the guys as opposed to the way he talks to danny she's freaking out she wants to leave she doesn't even know why she's here and he kind of you know, comforts her. <clears throat> and he said that I was the most excited for you to come. He tries to relate to her saying his parents also died when he was young. They burned up in a fire, but he still had a family and he was raised by the community. He's always felt held. And he just keeps going on by, you know, talking about family. And he said, you know, this is something that you deserve. And Christian doesn't seem to be like the guy for you basically is the point that he kept trying to get at, and he goes, right. do you feel held by him? Does he feel like home to you? Yeah, he's definitely playing Danny as well, you know, along with all the other guys. But, you know, you see that again and again through the whole movie with the entire cult. Like, all of them are kind of really good at twisting the truth, and, and it's like, these guys are good at this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which makes me believe that it doesn't happen every 90 years. So if it happens every 90 years... This is something that none of them have seen before. If you only live to 72, not one person has ever witnessed it. And with the way he said that his parents burned up in a fire, I was like, oh, maybe it happens every nine years Mm. at least or something. I don't know. It seemed like they know all the rituals way too well to just be reading out of a book by the Oracle, which we failed to mention. They have an inbred Oracle who draws these horrible paintings and then they interpret that into their holy book <laughs> their whole religion is based <laughs> off of horrible like finger painting. thumb paintings <laughs> <laughs> right, so they so they you know they they cremate the elders now they're getting they're going to bed danny's asking now, when for you say cremate can we just talk about how disgusting it was they had this giant fire pit and they barbecued those old people they did yeah they cooked overnight. <laughs> they did. And then they shoveled the ashes the next day and they dumped them on a dead tree. I love how they like sneaky show the like horror of their faces being smashed in. So like, you know, it's coming. Yeah. So you're like, okay. Like uh, when I was in the movie theater, there were two girls that were in there watching it at the same time as me. And after the movie, they were like, why did they have to keep showing it? Because it's like, you're not <laughs> expecting it. They end up showing it like two other times and it just comes out of the blue and you're just like, whoa. <laughs> but that's what's great about this movie. So when it was first pitched for Ari to make this movie or to direct the movie, it was basically a slasher movie set in Sweden during Midsummer, And he's like, fuck that. I don't want the first movie that I direct that I didn't write to be a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. But... For a movie with such 
brutality, it's spread up enough that, yeah, you're not expecting it. Mm -hmm. So when it does happen, it seems that much more impactful. Yep. So Danny asked Josh for sleeping pills. So in her dreams, she sees her parents as the as the elders. Yeah, her whole family's dead on those rocks by the cliff. Mm-hmm. Right. And her sister creepily opens her eyes. <laughs> yeah, at, at first I was like, okay, it's nighttime. Nobody's in their bed. And she goes outside. The car is bouncing. And it's like all her friends are just like leaving without her. Yeah. And she coughs up exhaust. Yeah. So Maya's holding the rune stones. Throws them under Christian's bed, and uh, Josh sees the whole thing. Yeah, man, that dude's a creep too. Hmm. Like he's just—he's just like sleeping with his eyes open, just like peering around, and he sees her do that, and then he goes stealing the rune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Connie, Connie's flipping out. She wants to leave, and so the guy's like, "Oh, um, Simon already left. He went on the truck. There was no room for you." No, nah, he wouldn't he, do that. I mean, he, I could have sat in his lap. They went to they went to the station, like they're sending the truck back. There was no room. I could have sat on his lap. It's like no, we don't break traffic laws. <laughs> we just murder people. <laughs> we'll, ba- we'll bash your head in when you turn seventy two, <laughs> but we are not going to get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I, I was. This is where we see Mark pissing on the ancestral tree. I needed a pee. I didn't know it was special. <laughs> You're pissing on my relatives. Get your nasty dick. Put it away. <laughs> Olf <laughs> is scary. That guy is scary. Like the way he yeah, looked I... during the like the jumping scene, he just looked so full of joy watching these people about to jump, and then he's like gonna murder Mark. Yeah, he had a huge fucking smile. Yeah. So yeah, so now Danny tells Christian that Simon left, and he's like, "You wouldn't do that to me, would you?" And Christian's like, "No, nah, what a dick move. That sucks." Yeah, but doesn't he turn right to the other guy and ask him about incest? Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, it's a small community, and you know everyone's bred." Like, like they're thoroughbreds almost. Right. Like it, it's, it's like very planned, and they bring in other people, right? So they're not completely inbred, mm-hmm. like the oracle is. They, they say that they respect the bloodlines, but sometimes they have to bring in outside people, right? So Danny goes to help make meat tarts. Yeah, um, they ask her. They ask her to help, and uh, she actually starts contributing to the community. Right, and Josh is learning the runes for his, uh, his. Thesis, so this is where we learn that Reuben is inbred and that all their oracles are inbred. Severely inbred. They have an unclouded mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is where, you know, they say he basically writes or draws and they interpret it. Like the elders interpret it. And then he has to take pictures of it. Of the holy book. And he's like, what? No. What, what? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No. no hell no. <laughs> so, and actually, I believe this is where you hear the screaming in the distance that they never really address it's just screaming off in the distance and it's just like huh yeah danny notices it but then i mean i feel like everyone is being dosed over and over again with different types of drugs because everyone's just kind of kept in this like fuzzy daydreamy type of mood so yeah Mm -hmm. she hears a scream and then it's oh it's time for supper right where we have the bloody maya and the holga meat pie (laughs) everyone's got like yellow drinks and christian is so self-absorbed that he doesn't even notice that everyone else is drinking yellow fluid, and he's got a pink-tinted drink. Dude, is that a pube? Ugh. Him pulling that out of his mouth is nasty. <laughs> I Honestly, I'll rewatch their heads getting smashed. <laughs> I don't need But yeah, there's pubes. something about him. 
I think I ate one of her pubes. <laughs> so I think all like Odd is like staring at Mark. Oh, is that Ulf? Was was yeah. it Ulf? Okay. Yeah, Ulf is like glaring at Mark. Mark's freaking. I was like, is he gonna kill me? Yeah. I, I feel like they all kind of look the same in some. They're all <laughs> yeah. severely white guys. It's what they are. Yeah. So and then the the girl that Mark is kind of interested in goes grabs him and takes him somewhere else. Where are we going? I'm going to show you. Okay, cool. She's going to show me. Yeah, bye, Mark. Bye-bye, Mark. And then back to, like, the sleeping quarters. Uh, Josh is sleeping with his sneakers on. He's, like, he's ready to go somewhere. Yeah, that was very, very odd. And he uh, gives Danny another right. sleeping pill. So he t- he sneaks off to go to the go to that, that rune building or the holy book building and just starts taking pictures of everything. And then you, you see the reflection of somebody, like, coming in behind him. In a mirror. Which is... <laughs> somebody with Mark's face? I'm guessing that was Ruben with Mark's face. No. What the, what? No, that was Ulf. Ruben was sleeping. Yeah, I don't think Ruben can move. Is he? Like, Ruben's just, like, chilling on his side with his, like, messed up oh, we face. Were... I, I really don't think he can do much except for splatter paint on yeah, the we canvas. Yeah, we were trying to... We thought it was... Because that was, like, his, um, like, shit. So I figured he'd be the one protecting it but you're probably right no i th- I feel like ulf is the uh the mm. bouncer of the community and yeah he's so believable in mark's skin mask that josh thinks it's mark, mark. at first he's like dude we're not supposed to be in here <laughs> <laughs> i was like when i saw the movie there i was like I wanted just to scream necro pants at the top of my lungs but i tried to control that a little bit um Necro pants, Necro yeah, pants. which may or may not be a real thing that actually happened back in the day but yeah ridiculous what? yeah have you never heard of that it's like a no yeah I, I, <laughs> lauren fun facts but yeah it was uh they believed that you would get permission from somebody like a friend that was gonna die and you would skin them and make pants out of their legs and then you'd be able to wear them and get like wizard or witch powers from it but they don't know if it actually happened it might just be like uh. a legend but they have fake ones <laughs> yeah. right. so anyway <laughs> Necropants. <laughs> Necropants. Wow. Yeah. So so jo- Josh gets bludgeoned. I'm not sure what was you, but they just he just freaking got the shit hit out of his head. Yeah. I almost thought it was the same mallet, but I I feel like that's a sacred mallet, and they wouldn't use it on an American. Now, did he? So he looked like he saw something. I don't know if he was reacting to like Mark, uh, but it looked <laughs> like he he saw something pretty disturbing. It could just be the necropants. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, the guy had his dong out, and yeah. he was wearing his friend's face. I mean, what else do you want him to well, see? I don't know if he saw something in the book, or maybe was like, I don't know. Anyway, he, you know, he might have he might have interpreted something from the book, and then kind of realized mm-hmm. what was going to happen. Maybe. Right. So, and then the next morning, they say the rune book is missing. They just want the person to return it. Isn't it weird that the rune book is missing, and your two friends? are also gone on the same day, and Christian just goes, I'm honestly not concerned. Yeah. He, th- he threw Josh under the yeah, bus and backed the fuck Danny's up on him. just looking at him. Yeah, dude. He's like, we do not associate. We he do went not from collaborating to canceling real quick. No shit. Yeah, I you know I know Josh, but like, not as friends, and definitely not as a collaborator. <laughs> so, yeah, so they tell Christian that he's he has to go see Siv. And then I think, um, so Danny is, is off to go get ready for the, like, the May Queen ceremony. Right. So they have him sitting in a waiting room. 
And he's staring at a picture of a bear burning. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it turns out he's an astrological mating match for Maya. It makes me wonder, like, how far in advance they did this. Like, you know, did he, was right. Pele, like, talking to his people back home and saying, oh, I've got some people that I can bring that might work in these different roles, and I don't know. Maybe it's... Yeah, I feel like it was definitely, yeah. everything was planned out. Right. And they mix him a special tea, which I, I'm mm-hmm. guessing is Viagra. Uh, yeah, some, there was... some sort of Viagra. You know, a spoonful of drugs <laughs> will help the maple go down. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of drugs in this. <laughs> so, so Danny's all suited up. She's gonna do the the uh, the May Queen dance, but they they also give her you know more shroom tea, you know. So basically, they have to do this like twirling while fucking tripping balls. It looks like so much fun. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it looks like so much I fun. <laughs> no, I believe this is actually one of an one of the actual traditions the maypole gets decorated with greenery and flowers and they want to harness nature's magic and they all wear crowns and wreaths made of flowers and that dance is a real thing right uh Dorna. uh yeah anyway it means little frogs and that's that's the traditional maypole dance song Actually, what was funny, Danny bumped into one of them, and I think she just, like, puked (laughs) and just fell over. (laughs) That was pretty funny. So so she's like, oh, shit. Oh, so before before the dance even started, you know, everyone bowed Mm -hmm. except for Danny? Mm -hmm. Because she still wasn't pulled in, you know? She didn't know what to do yet. And roots started growing through her feet? Or you could say her feet were growing roots? I don't know if it was just me, or it could be just the sun, but it just seemed like her hair was getting blonder. Mm, I didn't notice that. I just noticed her eyes... Um, had changed colors from green to mm. blue and yellow. Right. I didn't notice her hair. It, it could have been the lighting, but it just seemed like her hair was lighter. So during this whole thing, Christian's like distracted. He's not watching and she's getting pissed off at that. Yeah, he's sitting like like he's being forced to watch like his little sister's ballet recital. Like that's the yeah. amount of enthusiasm he has for it. And she's like, look. We're we're down to six. It's yeah. just six of us. Woo! Like, yeah, he didn't give a shit. Yeah. So and then so the the blonde another blonde girl comes over, hands him water with some certain properties. It opens you to the influence. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like the Viagra water. I yeah. thought, or was it whatever it was? So Danny wins, and I'm I'm convinced that it was mm. fixed at the end. Could have been. It was fun when she started speaking um, Swedish, though. That was awesome. Yeah, all of a sudden sure she understands their, their language. I'm pretty sure they were just making up <laughs> yeah. words, and they're like, I understand you. That's how I took it, too. Like, they, they were talking in, in Swedish mm-hmm. for the for the movie. But right. in, in my head, I was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. they're all tripping balls. So they're probably not even actually talking, but they're communicating right. with each other, and they're on the same wavelength. And this is probably the closest to a, like actual relationship that Danny has mm-hmm. felt in this whole movie. Nobody has like been on the same wavelength with her. She's seemed to be the only one talking. Even her home life. We don't really know much about how close she was with her parents and her sister. We just know that, you know, she couldn't communicate with them. They died and yeah. Right. So she wins, she gets crowned, 
now the flowers on the crown are breathing it. with her. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was yeah, that was cool. And Pele kissed her. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, his character Whoa. is uh, so such a foil for Christians that like I know I've been to I've watched it a few times with a few of my female friends and all of us are kind of like lulled into this like oh Pele's so cute no Pele's bringing you to die. <laughs> yeah, like she even like before they left on the trip. She had more mm-hmm. conversation with Pele than any of other yep. uh, Christians' friends. Yeah, so they say so they carry her to the table, and while they're on her way, mm-hmm. she sees both of her parents again. They sit her at this table. Did you notice her sister was also there? I keep not noticing the sister. When they're bringing her on the pedestal or on that board or whatever, mm-hmm. they pass the tree line, and you can clearly see yeah, a yeah. face. And oh, the it, face and it looks like, like okay. a hose. Okay. I saw the face, but I, I didn't really catch what the face was. Uh... So they bring her to the table and leave Christian standing behind <laughs> like, what the fuck? What about me? And then so they get her to, you know, sit down. They hand her this huge friggin like fish or something They're like here, you know, gotta eat it whole. <laughs> Choke this down. I love that part because like, then the like fuck? they're all no. like joking with her and you can tell she's starting to like, you know, be one of them and they're having a good time and it's like teasing her, but she likes it. I don't know. It's cute. <laughs> right. You only get made right, fun of yeah. by people that, that love you. <laughs> right. So, so right here is when Maya kind of gives Christian the nod uh, and then he goes, she goes to take off. Right. Now, before that, did you notice how, I mean, everyone's tripping and you got Danny kind of playing with her throne that's covered in, like, vines, mm-hmm. and all the vines yep. are, like, moving in tune with her hand. Mm-hmm. And Chris is just starting to freak out. And he, like, leans to the dude next to him. I, I don't know what he said, but it was like, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's going on? And the guy just glares at him and claps. And it... it oh, it, yeah. Like, he knows. He's like, man, I'm going to fuck with this kid. Watch this. He just claps <laughs> so loud that, like, everything yeah, just that gets guy's shook a dick, But he's Christian. only going to have to jump off that cliff mm. soon anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, he he was in his winter of his fun. life. <laughs> and and Pele's doing another drawing of Danny. Mm-hmm. And the table's a mirror, too. So then... Yeah, so you can see his face. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Christian, I believe, takes off, holding in his friggin' heart on. And Danny notices him take off. Yeah, right. But then she has to take... You know, the carriage ride, which Christian is not allowed to go on. So obviously this is like a distraction. So he can go off and do. Right. They give her a little Cinderella chariot ride and there's like a whole pedal trail for her and they take her away. Right. So he Christian goes to that building. They give him something to sniff and uh, mop head guy lets him in. It looked like yeah, he just had this funny. thing and they just plop a mop on his face. Um, that that yeah, that's what Jenna said too. I was like, is it a bad wig over his face? Like, uh, oh, what's what's that singer? Oh uh, yeah, Sia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's like her wig like over her face. Yeah, and so Maya's laying in this like bed of flowers, and there's just naked chicks everywhere. Everyone is naked, and she's just like sitting there, like waiting. He's like, what the fuck is this? I mean, it, they did set a good ambience for the the yeah. sex room. You know, they put in a nice little bed of flowers because i'm imagining maya's a virgin so this is probably going to be mm-hmm. her first time they want to make it special so they have all of her old relatives hanging out with her uh, do you guys i have an interesting question for you guys do you guys consider what happens to christian like a form of rape yes and no so 
obviously he does it willingly to a certain degree, but he's also been drugged. And he has an audience he didn't know he'd have. So, <laughs> right, he's yeah, also he, very uncomfortable, too. Not too uncomfortable, though, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, <dropped> him. <laughs> well, once the lady... Sh- that's well, true. once the lady shows up in his face and starts, like, you know, coaxing them along, he's got this, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, they all have a shared fake orgasm yes. together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you got the other lady who comes around from behind and starts, like, freaking pushing. She's like, you got to get it in. You got to get <laughs> it on, in. Kid. Like, this one has, this has to count. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's like, okay, you, you know, you can finish now. <laughs> we're done. Like, oh, I can. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, did you done. notice the oracle was creeping on that? yes like they they show him so randomly that like i almost forget about it and then it's like all of a sudden the, the, like the big sex scene in the movie and he's just like oh right <laughs> okay ruben <laughs> so 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 danny's done with her carriage ride and she can hear the moaning off in the distance she's like oh what's going on over there she's oh that is not for us <laughs> and so she goes in and then he's like, ah, you probably shouldn't yeah they so they, they like they say that they're trying to stop her, but they really were not trying very hard at all. No, so she obviously, so she she sees it, freaks out, pukes, and then you know they see her back at the at the house, and she's just screaming, and everyone else is just screaming. Right. So along you, with well, don't don't make it seem like everyone's just screaming. So they they scoop her up and they start to comfort her, and while she's right. crying, instead of just holding her like Christian did, right? No, they're, they're all they're sharing also... her pain, right? So they're all screaming to the same tone that she is. Yeah, that right. just would like. I love that scene, and I I feel like if like because I've I've had panic attacks before, like it is not fun, and uh, to have people mm-hmm. with you to like help help you get through that like i jokingly after i saw it i was like oh it would be great to have my own like pack of scream sisters sometimes you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it it works it it helps calm her down mm-hmm. she does the whole no 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 again but it's definitely more muted mm-hmm. right so josh is finished uh, not josh uh christian is finished whoa and... <laughs> what is that a pun <laughs> Yeah, so they were screaming as he was finishing up. It was kind of a a, a funny right. transition yeah. there. So he freaks out. She's shaking. Yo, Maya's shaking her leg. She's rocking mm-hmm. back and forth. And she says, I feel the baby. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know. I took health class, but I don't think you can feel the baby <laughs> that early after conception. She's just really in tune to her body. <laughs> Uh, it's. I was reading about yeah. that scene where he comes running out of there naked, and I guess originally the Christian flop. Yes. Food. <laughs> so originally they were gonna have him wearing um, a robe or something, and he was like, you know what? I want to do it naked because I feel like a lot of women in horror are naked right before they die, and that's what I want to do. Pretty cool. <laughs> and flopping. Yeah. So Chris. <laughs> yeah. So Christian, his character, he's a douchebag, but Jack Rayner seems like he might actually be a nice mm-hmm. guy. So he's 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 running around, and then he comes up to you know one of these houses, and Josh's leg is like sticking out of the ground. What happened to Josh? <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a very uh, sloppy burial. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he runs into like a chicken coop or mm-hmm. something like that, and that's where we find Simon, who's and I got so yeah. excited when Same. I saw this. <laughs> yeah, this was one of the best like uh, special effects in the yeah. movie 
so like and I was watching it as I was texting you and I'm like dude they fucking blood eagled Simon and I loved that you knew what it was Me what too. the ritual was <laughs> I, I didn't I, know I was just like holy fuck they fucked that dude up I watch a lot of Vikings yeah I heard it was on that show I watched the first few seasons of that but didn't see that part <laughs> so for you at home that don't know what the fuck Jeremy and Lauren are talking about the blood eagle is when you get ripped apart and your lungs like ripped out of your back to be fake wings and you get strung up mm-hmm. naked and your lungs are still breathing yes. so it looks like your wings are yes. moving uh, i i'll say they were pulsing yeah i don't know I if don't... he was still alive or not i wonder if that was just the drugs making them i think it's like yeah i think it was the drugs I think see, it's hard it's hard to see you know what might have been the drugs and what might actually be happening but i mean you can't breathe when your lungs aren't attached to like your other shit like you need your diaphragm i think they are still attached they're just pulled through the hole where they broke all the yeah ribs. they pull through the hole and they fling them around your back yeah. so you're saying he could still breathe in that situation for a little while you Maybe. either suffocate or bleed to death but i don't know if it actually oh really happened that's pro- probably painful it might have just been literature i don't know if that actually ever actually happened to somebody but still very cool <laughs> yeah that's one of those those myth legends mm-hmm. so he so he turns around and gets more dust blown in his face. It's not dust, and it's not cinnamon. <laughs> and you can see Pele, like, looking through. Did you guys notice that? The little crack? He's like... <laughs> yep. <laughs> so funny. So that is Devil's Breath. Hyacine, or also scopolamine. It's taken from the nightshade plant. The seeds are ground up, and with really low doses, it's used to, you know, stop motion sickness but in high doses it's completely incapacitating and it's said in south america that gangs use it a lot and they'll uh, blow it in your face and there's these like horror stories of a person helping the gang rob them so basically you do whatever you want under this or whatever they want you're under the influence of this drug and basically you just get led around like a puppet they're a zombie yeah, exactly. Like, cool. This is what they say started the whole zombie folklore was this drug from South America. Hmm. Very interesting. So she basically tells him, you know, you can't talk, you can't move. You're here, but like you can't do anything, basically. Which makes me think. Remember I said I saw the bear chilling out earlier? I wonder if that mm-hmm. bear was also drugged. Yeah. Drugged. Maybe. And that's how they got it into a cage. So we have yet another ga- um, gathering. This is where they say, you know, for the... They need nine sacrifices. So, so you had the two elders. You're going to have two volunteers. And then there's four, what they say, pre-picked, maybe? Mm-hmm. or Well, you get Simon, Connie, Mark, Josh. Right. And then the May Queen has to pick the last one. Well, they also do the whole uh, lottery roll, and they right, the pull out ball. the rune, and that guy right, gets but she selected. Had to, right. Did you guys ever read but that she short had to story pick. in high school, the lottery? Yes. Uh, it was, uh, I wrote Shelley... down. Shelly. I can't find it. It was in my notes. But anyway, yeah, that made me think of that so much. Like, just like the, that's a creepy story. If you haven't read that, look it up. It's awesome. 
Yeah, that is a, a really good story where they, they stone that Shirley woman. Jackson found it. Sorry. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. <laughs> so, so, she, so she has to pick between this guy, Tubjorn, and Tubjorn. Christian. Uh, tough choice. <laughs> guy, I have no idea who he is, and my asshole boyfriend. <laughs> so, yeah. like So, basically, it was an easy decision, and she picks Christian. And this is where Pele's starting to wheel, you know, straw, basically scarecrows with people's faces mm. into the into the temple. So the but the two volunteers were Ode and um, Ingmar. Yep. So and then we see the kids are starting to learn how to gut a bear, and Christian's just sitting in a chair. Now, I gotta say, if you don't have enough frogs for the whole class, a bear being dissected in front is very helpful if you want (laughs) to learn about internal organs and anatomy. Just make sure you cut along the line. You you do not want to cut the uh, the intestines. (laughs) (laughs) And then they basically just turned Christian into two-thirds man-bear-pig. <laughs> two-thirds. Yes, they sew him up into the bear. And yeah. you could just see the horror in his eyes. Like, now the only thing he can move is his eyes. And they're just kind of darting around the room. And he's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. So they, 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 they place everybody in there. They give the two volunteers, oh, they, you will feel no pain. I'm like, yeah, they give them. They give, I don't think that's it, gonna they, work. So yeah, so one guy is scared about the pain, and the other guy is just mad scared. So for the fear, they give him something from the yew tree, and for the pain, they give the other guy something from the yew tree. What? <laughs> they gave him the same drug. I think they were uh, bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they then they light the the hay bales. Everything goes up, and then Danny just turns to this big smile no no she was smiling she smiled at the end yeah at first she's watching the whole building go up right and she like so the building's engulfed in flames and she's engulfed in flowers now she's like yeah yeah she she's still she can barely move and she's becoming one with nature and she actually goes through all the stages of grief before she gets to acceptance at the very last shot. And she smiles. She finally is at peace. Very cathartic for her to watch all those people die. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was cathartic for Ari Aster, who was mm-hmm. going through a bad relation or a bad breakup mm-hmm. when he made this movie. And that last scene with the, the temple. Mm-hmm. Was kind of like symbolic of burning a shoebox of pictures and knickknacks from an ex in your backyard. Yeah, and like a like when you know we were talking about how Christian can't move and can't do anything. Like I loved, I guess loved is a weird word for it, but how like you could see his face and see that he's trying to scream and he can't. Oh, right. So creepy. Yep. <laughs> he should have screamed while he had the chance. <laughs> And then we end on that fantastic song. So perfect. The sun ain't gonna shine anymore. <laughs> so what'd you guys think? I I absolutely love this movie. And like I said, if each time I see it, I love it even more. 
yeah, there, there's so many details that you definitely pick up on more when you rewatch it. So how many brains? Oh, I'm going another five on this one. Brains. Wow, the full five? Going the full five. Since I've seen it 15 times, I have to say probably five. Brains. <laughs> five brains. I'm giving it three and two half brains. Brains. So four. four? No. <laughs> Uh, did I say four? I said three and two halves. I guess if you want to like do math, yeah, I guess that's four. So four brains. Really, really good. An almost perfect movie. I can't wait to see the other movies that he makes. Mm-hmm. Because he said he had ten scripts basically ready to go before he even did Hereditary. Oh, wow. So we got eight more awesome movies coming. Awesome. You know, the, the funny... The funny thing is when this was released in Sweden, they a lot of the stuff that we would find like horrific, they laughed at. <laughs> they 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 considered it a black comedy. That's... See, that's the the thing because they knew what was going right. on the whole time. They understood the language. So all the pieces that we felt like outsiders, they they were yeah. in on the joke. Well, that's the thing with Ari, like he talks about how he finds he thinks hereditary's funny. Like he had he really finds the the comedy and in, in the horror um and then also another funny thing about that too is that they weren't they wouldn't let them um film in sweden they had to film in hungary in budapest outside of budapest because sweden was like yeah no <laughs> nice try but no <laughs> but he painstakingly you know did the steps to make it seem like it was sweden and he mm-hmm. tried his best you know like you said two months to build that little village yeah. Actually, all the stuff that they were that they were wearing actually wasn't like traditional Swedish like stuff. It was actually Ukrainian. Bastards. I know. I was so disappointed to like hear all this stuff afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, that's something that I didn't catch. Like, what was the movie you saw? Knives Out yesterday, and you're like, "Hey, yeah. the way they're driving through downtown Natick, they're like basically so driving around in circles." But nobody knows that except uh, right the people that drive that way. Like, well, there's a former RMV building in Marlboro down on um, 85. As soon as they started lighting the building, I'm like, oh, my God, I know where that is. But they're they're going towards the center of Natick, about to go over the train tracks bridge. And then the next scene, they're literally going in the opposite direction. I'm like, you just came that way. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens. But, I mean, you know, movie magic. <laughs> yeah. So any other insightfulness that you have for the movie, Jeremy? Any other Swedish knowledge you can drop on us? I guess, like, this festival, it's like the beginning of, like, a five-week holiday, I guess, they get. Yeah, they actually get the paid time off for it. Yeah. So Midsummer Eve, basically the city's just, like, shut down. They become, like, ghost towns, and everyone just kind of goes to the goes to the country. So that's the night before the summer solstice? Right, where they partake in their eating, drinking, dancing, and disordered pagan rituals. Right. Now, some of the rituals that I saw, like, they have huge outdoor bonfires. I guess mm-hmm. they light wheels on fire and roll them down hills. <laughs> that sounds a lot, fun. A lot, of, a lot of fire. <laughs> fire and drinking, Good it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> the Midnight that's Sun, a... that's also legit. Yeah, I think, well, I don't think it's like 24 hours. I think like this, it's, they get like a few hours of darkness, but not a lot. 
Well, I mean, provided there's a clear sky, the sun is always visible around the time of the summer solstice. Right. So, I mean, it gets darker, but never completely. Right. Which is pretty awesome. Unless you're an insomniac, then I guess it might be kind of hard to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Horror babe of the month. Melinda Clark. Yay! She's to die for. That's a tagline of Return of the Living Dead 3, my favorite rom-zom-com. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Where she plays the uh, only zombie I've ever felt sexually attracted to. <laughs> Also, same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that that's the movie where the series just starts to go off the rails and get ridiculous, but love it. Yeah. She was also in Mulholland Falls. She played a role in Spawn. I was about she, to say, I remember seeing her in Spawn. Mad TV shows. She was on Days of Our Lives, Xena, Entourage, Gotham, Charmed, the very short-lived Tremors series. She was an I loved her in Gotham. Sliders. And the OC, call back to, you know, me, Karen, and Sharon loving that show back in the day. <laughs> I think she's actually from the OC. Yeah, yeah. She was awesome on that show. So funny. <laughs> she's awesome in a lot of shows. George mm-hmm. Carlin show. She was in the Seinfeld episode, the Muffin Top, where she gets Jerry to, to shave his chest. And he's out, like, running in the woods, and he, like, wolfs out. <laughs> but, yes, Melinda Clark. Return of the Living Dead 3, check it out. Yeah, awesome movie. Love that movie so much. So any other notes that we uh, glossed over? I think think we covered everything. All I would say right. is, remember ladies, no, no matter how much of a dick your boyfriend is, it is not a good idea to sew him up in a bear suit and light him on fire. Just break up with him. Never? Never. There's got to be exceptions. <laughs> I mean, doesn't the exception make the rule? guess <laughs> maybe if it'll okay. provide a good year for the the horga then it's i guess all right all right then i guess that wraps it up awesome so check us out we're on uh facebook fans of the dead we're on instagram fans of the dead one twitter at fans of the dead one check out fans of the dead on youtube check out our recipe for disasters we'll be posting the two from this episode up shortly we should also point out that Lauren was the one that designed our uh, cover photo. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Which I've gotten actually quite a few messages complimenting it. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I tried to tag you in one of the comments, but it wouldn't let me tag you for some reason. Mm. I feel like user error. Yeah, awesome, awesome artwork. We should turn it into t-shirts. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I, I think so fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com you want to drop us a line suggest a movie suggest a topic bitch at us anything (laughs) have fun be safe peace bye bye